0: You're the primary provider. You're the person who is making sure that that house is running. That's stress. You know, like most bills come. They don't care. Like it it has to get done.
1: I, I don't think guys go out looking and dating, and saying my wife, my, my lady has to make six figures. Like nope. I, I've never heard a guy <laughs> say that to say that she's um. going to be my provider.
0: what up what up what up what up it's three brothers no sense your favorite barbershop style podcast i am tavares ferguson aka ferg join my co-hosts buff and razi fellas tell them what's on your mind
1: strike 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 so if you guys don't know the screen actors guild as well as the writers guild of america or writers association i don't know wag whatever it is the writers and the actors are on strike so all your favorite shows and all that stuff are gonna get a lot lot lamer. Uh, a lot of movies are being put on hold because uh, they can't record because you might think that oh the writers just write the script and then uh, they're done while they're recording or, or filming the movie and that's not how it works. you have rewrites and all of that stuff as you go so it's it's kind of funny. They both went on strike at the same time and Hollywood got their panties in a bunch, but the way they're responding is kind of funny because they said that they are going to let them starve and be about to lose their house and then they'll start negotiating uh, because they have the money and they, they feel like they can do that. So we'll see how this plays out. We'll keep you guys updated, but it was just really interesting to me that you know they, they don't see the importance of the talent uh, and, and you see this fight all the time with stuff uh, especially as unions go but um, it's, it's going to be really interesting and it, the funniest part about it is that Hollywood also tried to use extras and they're trying to use AI for the extras and they're trying to pay the extra for a day's worth of work, 50 bucks $100 or whatever but then they want to own the likeness and be able to use AI for that person's likeness in perpetuity and not pay them anymore for it so you know we we always we talked about technology and ai was going to come for everybody's jobs and take everybody's jobs um if you'd like to be an extra in movies and stuff like that this might be one that it's going to take your job so we'll see how it all works man but that's all i really got oh the other thing is uh shout out to the weekend he just passed mj for the highest grossing tour by a black artist ever so he just beat out Michael Jackson even when you take inflation and everything you account for inflation he still beat out Michael Jackson for the highest grossing show so that's pretty dope so shout out to you the weekend or what is his name now he's going by his actual name or something like that because I think he's trying to get into acting but I have no idea he's the weekend to me so Mm.
2: I can't
0: name three weekend yeah. songs so. <laughs> um, Yeah so Just so, with that So I guess the Beehives going to have something to say about that You know Beyonce is not number one in everything They going to pay extra money for tickets just to
1: <laughs> <laughs> So she can have a Highest grossing tour <laughs> If you
0: really love her like you say you do Throw in a tip
2: but wait. Yeah. Well that's was that just uh men or just of all kinds of oh, black black was,
1: artists. So just black artists, black but it includes Beyonce as well. Um he 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 did it. But she was never number one, right? No, she no, wasn't. Now like I said, Michael jo- Michael Michael Jackson <laughs> Michael Jordan Michael Jackson has held that record for over 30 years at this point. Uh and so it's finally being broken. So pretty dope. Uh I think if you want the numbers Michael Jackson, uh, his bad world tour was $311 million, adjusted for inflation, and The weekend just hit $350 million in in sales, so kind of dope. That's
2: cool. I got quite a bit. Um, We talked a lot about uh, Kiki and Darius last week. Uh, It looks like a rapper whose name I just learned today, as a matter of fact, but rapper DDG, Decided to uh, be the next contestant on that Summer Jam screen, uh, as he has released a song called "Famous," where he's taking—I don't know if you want to call it shots, jabs, his truth with uh, at Haley. How you say that? H- 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 Haley baby. H- Haley baby. Haley, Haley, Haley. Haley Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, yeah, yeah H- Haley baby. <laughs> I guess it's my week to mess up next. But um, yeah, man, you know the lyrics are like you know he—he's jealous of her co-stars when she's kissing them. Does she really think about them? Are they texting when they're not on the movie set? He don't care if it's just for promo. He don't want to see them holding hands. And he's thinking about going to Twitter and saying something to ruin everything. And people are telling her she needs to run because that is uh, the beginnings of abusive behavior, FB behavior and everything else they can say to uh,
1: tell her to get out of there. So I got that. Uh, also, so, so you're saying that um, men can't be insecure? That's what you're saying.
0: No, uh, oh. uh, I'll
2: just nah, with you. I'm just... i, 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 <laughs> I was gonna say I can't ride with him on this one because uh, he's calling he's calling her a bitch in the song and stuff like that too. So now, for all we know, because everybody's jumping to the conclusions, for all we know, she knew about the song. Hell, she could have been in the studio saying, "Baby, add this line." That's really gonna have them talking. Yeah. So you know, it could be a younger version of Lemonade. You know, Beyonce put Jay Z on blast, and he was in the damn video towards the end. Oh, so,
0: that's a good one.
2: You know all right. I mean? So, look, I never heard of DDG until today. Everybody talking
0: about it. <laughs> I'm just that, saying. Right? So, <laughs> Lemonade got all kind of props. You know what I mean? For speaking so, her truth. It <laughs> is so.
2: But, you know, we'll, we'll see if she has anything to say. Um, we There's cocaine in the White House and nobody knows who it belongs to. So Trump left you, it. If you misplaced your cocaine, <laughs> you know, <laughs> contact the Secret Service and uh, I doubt you'll get it back. But, you know, at least you will help solve that mystery. And last, man, uh, if you're one of those people that feel like Marvel had was kind of falling off and you kind of stopped paying attention... You wanna jump in on this invasion series on Disney Plus. It it's been four episodes now. I think all I think all but one have been great. Like one of them felt like a filler episode. But episodes one, two, and four to me are spectacular. The storyline is great. Uh so definitely check it. If you're not if you're not watching, you're missing out. It's a great show. Yeah, it- Probably the best series so far, because I thought Falcon and Winter Soldier was. This is past that one to me.
1: Yeah, it um, well, it, I've only it's seen a great one or two. spy theater or like a, a spy thriller type thing. So it, it's yeah, it it I agree with you, man. It's really good.
0: Yeah, well, well, the whole DDG thing, um, yes, it's okay for men to be insecure, but one of the, the themes that we talked about a lot on the show and throughout the week was, you know, the behavior. Afterwards and how you how you deal with it. It doesn't excuse you to be disrespectful or, you know, but it's it's more so addressing and acknowledging the feelings are real. So um, for me, it it's it's a well, doesn't help affect me, but it's a small victory. Uh, you know, Biden helped forgive 800 1000 student loans uh for borrowers who have been paying 20 to 25 years. Uh I think it's coming out to what 37 billion 37 million
1: Oh, it's oh, a How beat. much was
0: it free? 39 billion, 39 billion dollars in student loans for over 800,000 borrow- borrowers. In contrast to the 37 million that he was trying to get approved, 800,000 is just uh, you know, a dip in the bucket But it was so crazy about it It's a huge win that's almost A null Because it sh- these are things that should have been un- um, Borrowers Who should have been forgiven anyway If they stayed in good status They paid their bills on time for 20 to 25 years It's like this provision that allows them to have their Student loans forgiven So it's actually like a, a break in the system and so, it's like it's a it's a huge win for the people who are being forgiven. But at the same time,s like this this should happen anyway. So for anybody who is paying their loans, have been paying for twenty plus years, look into that because there is there should be a clause depending on this type of loan that should allow you to um, uh, have your loans forgiven. So. Hopefully I'll have more information on that. And it's just funny because it's weeks after the Supreme Court just kicked in that whole thirty seven million people were excited about having their student loans forgiven, including myself. And that's not happening. Well as of now, so we'll see how that goes. But um that's a that's that's pretty much it you know i want to jump into it we spent a lot of time in the beginning of the shows lately so we haven't got to three questions so let's see if we can get to three questions today <laughs> Rise, is sophie available
1: she is not she is in tennessee with her cousins living her best life so y'all got me today for this awesome joke don't roll your eyes it's coming it's gonna be awesome all right so uh what happens if you slap someone at a high frequency
0: slap back uh, oh.
1: it hurts mm. Mm. the sound engineers out there got <laughs> it man the, the sound engineers understand I mean, we, got it. <laughs> man, we got it
2: definitely it's good. like that just like just like that pop that pop post we made <laughs> like everybody got
0: it <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah it was a good let's speak on it, it was a good weekend for the show um I'll talk about that. I really enjoyed our show last week, and hopefully we can recreate that same energy, that same magic. Uh, we got a lot of good feedback from our listeners, and uh, we had a lot of interactions from our, our our supporters on other social media platforms who probably didn't listen to the show because their, uh, <laughs> their arguments did not align with what the real question and the conversations were. But to all the people who listen and interact with us on Facebook and other social media platforms, you are the real champions. You are you are the real uh, VIPs. We really appreciate you supporting us on all levels. But it was a really good show, man. Um, but let's go ahead and jump into it. I think Rozzy's uh,
2: question got a little overshadowed, but his was just yeah. as hot. I oh, no, don't know. What I mean, with the gay, the gay son and that daughter. Uh, Speaking of Risey, he kind of answered what that may be his answer to this question I have. Because we talked a lot about Usher last week. And it got me to thinking. Because I've asked a few people this and they have not come up with an answer. They pretty much said there isn't one. Is Usher the king of R&B? And if not, who? And Risey, you mentioned The weekend setting this new record. So is it him? Or... Is it? Is it Usher who has been killing it for nearly two years now in Vegas? Like, who is the king of R and B? The king. The Kang.
1: Uh I. I, I yeah, you you, you want to go first?
0: I thought it was uh, Robert Kelly. Is is, is is this his crown taken? Like, does he lose his? <laughs> well, you know, his record well, because.
1: Well
0: yeah, He's. He's he's
1: ineligible. (laughs) He was deposed. (laughs) He he was the king. (laughs) Past king, you give him that. He was the past king of R and B. Oh, he
0: definitely was that. Yeah, he was definitely. So, so in the current king, we're not talking about like. Are we talking about the goat? Yeah. Or we talking about the? No, no, not the goat.
2: Not the goat. Let me make that clear. The current king of
1: R. Yeah. But along with that. My answer may be the goat of R and B.
0: Who? Week a weekend? Oh.
1: No, no, no. I'm going with Usher. I'm going with Usher. I, I, I am going with Usher. Oh, wow. So okay. I name an R and B artist. Not a, not a, not a, a blues or a early R and B. Like I, I, I. You can't talk MJ from pop or anything like that. There's some history with some others, but. Usher was the one that came in at the early stages, you know, late eighties, early nineties of R and B, where it was really starting to, uh, to blow, and has lasted over thirty years. So, 80s? What, still what dropping song. He ain't come
2: out in no eighties. He came out
1: of what ninety, ninety three, four.
0: Yeah, that's. It's I was talking about the era. I didn't say he
1: dropped it. I was talking about the era of R&B. Let's see. Late late eighties, early nineties R&B, right? Like that that block okay. of R&B. Usher came in at the tail end of that, right? But he was like he came in blue and has been making hits. Like I said, four hours of of hits in that show and still had hits left over like the longevity of it changing the game like what he did with r&b he was one that like started moving r&b to kind of a club feel and stuff like that like he did a lot when you talk about that only person that could stand in with him would maybe be chris brown but the thing is chris brown moved into pop really really quickly and so that's the that reason why I couldn't even like put Chris Brown on that level. Like there, there's nobody that owns R and B like Usher does. And so when I, I wanna... when I talk about the goat, I, I mean just because of that longevity, how many hits he has, everything. Nobody's gonna stand toe to toe with Usher on hits. Uh,
2: I want to remind y'all that Bobby Brown is the self proclaimed king of R and B.
1: I'd put him as the Damn. godfather of R&B.
0: Nah, I mean. Nah. I mean, because Bobby's I wouldn't even consider Bobby's hits like those were more popish than R&B to me. Like those were club bang like dance songs type stuff. And maybe my definition of R&B is just thrown off cuz
2: a lot of y'all going to say a lot of people consider Usher pop.
0: Yeah. I'll give him more. Chris Brown is how long has Chris Brown been out? First of all, back to Usher. So it's right now. My answer is Usher. Can't think of anybody else who's been relevant as long. I have a potential, and it's probably not going to get a, be favorable for a lot of people. But Usher's first single was on the Poetic Justice soundtrack yeah I, I forget he's been out the I don't remember the song I feel like it was trash but it was uh, but tell I don't think you get on poetic a soundtrack if you're if you're not popping so the um, only other players and this guy's never been considered pop is I think John Legend because people like that dude still
1: I, he, he does he definitely has a couple of over the top classic albums but
0: he's so relevant then like, some singles but he's so relevant like maybe just not like he's not he's not po- as popular maybe in black culture as usher but like worldwide like people love john legend you know he, yeah, he's, he was he's, what
1: time magazine sexiest yeah, man alive yeah, like he never got that one
0: yeah, because he's he's that safe bet. He's he's the middle of the road person that your um your your, your white daughter can date, you know. You know, it's Usher for the streets. Like Usher is <laughs> you know.
1: We're we not we're not gonna talk about <sighs> the Maxwell's D'Angelo's anything like that. Isn't just their longevity of longevity?
0: Like I don't I don't like, you know, yeah. I don't think Maxwell could sell out arenas right now.
1: I don't know if Usher could sell out arenas right now.
0: Uh, I don't either. Okay.
1: You know what I mean? That's the thing. I mean, weekend can. can.
0: (laughs) But the weekend's only doing it for so. But it's at Usher's height, he could. Like, I'm saying when it comes down to the weekend, how long has the weekend been out?
2: It's been over 10 years. Yeah. I don't know. It ain't been been 30. Nah, but I mean, we kind of cheating for Usher when we give him 30 because when was his last. Hit song, but the fact that he has a residency no in limit? Vegas is is so, what that wasn't a
1: hit song. It it, was it, charted, it charted, bro. It charted. It was like top no, twenty five on mad. the uh the the what what bro, what was it? What is it? Billboard this, Hot one hundred.
0: I'm just, just saying, know. um, I don't see people this to me. There's a certain level of stardom that comes with getting a residency in Vegas. And the fact that he can—I mean, Elvis wasn't doing freaking making new music, but he got a residency in Vegas. Like that was, Wayne Newton. Like these are people. Like the when you get that residency in Vegas, you become like a legend. I think that that is like the final, you know, step in legend status. Could you?
2: That makes Jay That makes J Lo a legend.
1: J Lo is a legend. She is. She's a legend. Yes. J Lo is a legend. She just doesn't
0: appeal to us. I mean, but
1: Don't Waste My Time was in 2019. I'll say so. Please don't waste my time. um,
2: Yeah. Yeah. Here here's here's a case that Usher can make. He's one of the few artists that came out as a kid. And was able to hold on to it as an adult. Cause sometimes, like uh, what's his name? Sammy. There's a couple other singers that came out as kids and you never heard from them again. Cause it was all look at him, he trying to sing, and then it got to be an adult that couldn't be more his. Yeah. Um also Usher, unlike a lot of artists, was able to go away for a lot of years. Like he came his first album was I think My Way. Uh and that was like when he was a kid and he went away for a lot of years. I'm sure I'm messing it up. I think, I think 8701 was his second album. I may be skipping one, but it's like some large gaps in between some of his albums. But when he came back, it's like nothing changed. He was still hidden, but I can't come up with any other name. Chris Brown was a close second. I didn't. I wasn't aware that The Weeknd was doing numbers like that. So maybe his name should be tossed in the, in the basket. The only thing I'll say for Usher is if he's the current king, and like even if you want to say No Limit was a hit, that song was what, 10 years ago?
1: Mm, no Limit so was like 2016. The so, king oh, has dang, a, it is 2023.
2: So-, <laughs> yeah, so, so like the current king has gone more than half a decade without a hit song. Like he's like props to him for what he's doing in Vegas, but he's Doing a lot of stuff from the nineties and early two thousand. Who's the
0: king then, Buff?
2: Ain't now. <laughs> a vacant. Nah, it's a vacant nah, position. Nah, that's, the the, week, right. the, the weekend,
1: weekend is a steward. Like, it, <laughs> it's just,
2: it's just like when you change uh, presidential administrations and they get they get the top guy out of there and it's just vacant until the Senate confirms someone else. Like we searching, but. I, I think my answer would be Usher right now I can't think of anyone Else that to me I, I guess Like I say the weekend makes a case because of what Razio said well,
0: but well my thing is I'm, I'm gonna go with Usher because I feel like you would Compare everybody else to Usher yeah. You know like There's a who's better Chris Brown Or Usher debate you know.
2: And don't get me wrong I, I think Chris Brown could do exactly what Usher Is doing in Vegas
1: Exactly. I I, th- I do think Chris Brown could get, give you A four hour show, he's got enough hits to do that I think it would sell out just as well And so, but I, I think mm-hmm. To what you're saying with You compare everybody, that's a GOAT conversation Not a King conversation right? And so, it could be That Usher has moved into that GOAT status And the weekend or somebody else Is sitting at the King slot Right? It's, like, as long king still still mj mj versus leBron right like well, if you're not actively in it doing it he's he's still
0: active it, the dudes was it, it, breaking it, up it, having a
1: that
2: he <laughs> it, it helps that he drinks vampire blood too and and, and like has an yeah. age i mean this dude like nobody even talks about the what, what did he have herpes supposedly supposedly, like suppose yeah <laughs> allegedly allegedly like that's gone. <laughs> it's all about Vegas. Like that's how that's how good that he is. Man, Imagine Johnson have
0: <laughs> had AIDS? Oh yeah. No, did you see? Yeah, did you see? That's, that's uh, crazy. Hogan, the the movie, away.
1: the movie Air about Michael Jordan and mm. his uh, agent, and the dude was like, "You uh, sound like you got herpes," and he was like, "Of course I do, cause I can't. You ain't got herpes. <laughs> if you don't get none."
0: <laughs> wow, I haven't seen Air. <laughs> I haven't seen it. (laughs) Go check out air, man. It is actually
1: a really, really good movie. Like Viola Davis killed it in that. Just as an aside, man. Go check it out. It's a really good good story. It's a cool take on everything. So yeah, go check that out. But yeah, it was it was a a hilarious line. So so anyway, that's
2: that's that that was my question, man. It looks like it's ushered right now until we until someone argues us down for somebody else right
0: there. Who's 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 the queen? Right, what's your oh, question? Beyonce uh, got
1: the queen. Beyonce is the queen of R and B right now. I mean, or is or is she? Because is she pop?
0: Well, if she she's a queen of everything, uh, let 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 the liquor tell. <laughs> it.
1: But Buff's thinking, who who would you?
2: Is it not B? Uh, well, it's not pop. She's not the queen of pop because that's Taylor Swift. hmm Yeah. So like her tour is, they said her tour is helping the economy. Taylor Swift. Right um, yeah, yeah, you got firefighters yeah.
1: running in the building I, I, I gotta be.
2: I gotta be honest. I haven't heard the buzz that I was expecting to hear around Beyonce. Like you almost don't even know she's touring unless you're just friends with people who are Beyonce fans. Like I don't hardly hear anything about her uh, tour.
1: Yeah, and they canceled a couple. Sure they canceled a OB couple I'm shows. Sure right. Sure, it's great. They canceled a few shows. So that. I,
2: I don't know, but I just want to let the be know. I'm sure it's
1: great.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know several people going to a concert in Atlanta. Be out day weekend. Oh, nice. That's why I'm not going to be out there. Who's up next?
1: Uh, we had to skip you a couple times, Ferg. It's on you, man.
0: No, nah, man. Or I, did I, I know? my question. Um, oh I, no, we skipped. I Buffalo got two, last week. Two, Yeah, I almost got two questions in last week. So
1: cool. Um, I will go because I had to jump into somebody's uh social media feed the other day about this but uh everybody has gone crazy with this ramini app and uploading their pictures so that the ai could create headshots and stuff like that oh as an aside folks don't do that (laughs) Don't, don't upload your likeness to an ai generator because as soon as you do if you look at the terms and conditions of most of those sites you lose any ownership of the pictures that are created in the AI that uh, creates it so what ends up happening is if you upload your likeness it yes it's going to use your likeness and it's going to create stuff for you but it can also maintain that likeness and it can recreate that likeness on somebody else's if they're using a text-based system to create a picture they can use your likeness to create that picture so you may end up on other stuff and you give up all rights to your likeness in that app so do not do that don't put your uh your face in there if you're gonna use ai i like it i play with it um use it go uh, go text base don't put a don't put your own pictures up there now with that being said i want to talk to you guys because i was on somebody's social media post, and they were basically like ai's the devil it's the next second coming of uh you know whatever and Folks shouldn't use it. And then he questioned people's mental health because he, they, I don't want to call out anybody. They questioned people's mental health if they were using AI or playing with AI. So I want you guys to give me your opinions on AI. Is it going to, I don't know, become the Terminator and Skynet? Or is it just something that we can kind of use for, I don't know, as a tool as something to just kind of get advanced, whatever it does. Well, SkyNet
2: is already here. Whether it's uh, Google or Apple or one of these large companies, SkyNet is already here. Uh, As much as I don't care for it, AI is seemingly the future. When you look at the money that Meta is investing in it, uh, there are companies, there's like one company that both Meta and some other large tech company is using to, uh, I think it's called, I think the company is called N- NVIDIA or something like that, but uh, there is a lot, there are hundreds of billions of dollars being poured into this, and it's coming, man. I mean, it's coming, so uh, it's good that you, you know, have taken a liking to it, and you're playing around with it. I don't know, you know, I know whose post you're talking about. I don't know what they were thinking when they made that post, other than just want an engagement, which is, I think, what they usually make their post for, just to get people talking. Because they were way off on that one. It's nothing wrong with you, your mental health. Um, I, I think it's the future, man, and it's it's good to get into it. I am I actually subscribe to like a uh, a newsletter just to because I know so little about it. I I want to start learning about it, so. It is the future. I definitely didn't forgot your question, but I do want to say <laughs> that it's good that you're getting involved in it. Know there's nothing mentally wrong with you for playing with it. And uh, beyond AI, SkyNet is already here. With the information we've given these companies and what they can already do from simple sh- like predicting your text uh, to like these listening devices with, with Siri and Echo, SkyNet here. It's just a matter of when they want to
1: apply. <laughs> exactly.
0: Definitely nothing wrong with your mental health. I think it, it's it's attractive, probably addictive even because um, it's so fulfilling. But just like anything and everything, it's gonna it's gonna take time to adapt to it and it's probably gonna get worse before it gets better. I, I see this you know, look how far social media has come and how addicted to social media people are. Now you're throwing in AI and AI likeness and the metaverse It's about to be crazy. It makes me think of. Like Ready Player One. Where people are yeah. addicted to all these things in your life revolves around this fictional universe. You know, people, they, they've done studies on, you know, the the chemical responses the brain has to likes and repost and stuff. That was a tip of the iceberg. If I make a comment and you like it, that's one thing like think about how all the things that can happen with social media and AI and all the stuff that's going coming down the pipeline. Uh, I think it could be dangerous. And then, you know, yeah. Um, for people who are, like you said, Razi, they don't know all the the ins and outs. They're gonna leave themselves open to vulnerable to a lot of different things. We talked about. I remember joking, we used to joking back in the day. To my stuff was photoshopped. This is Photoshop on like steroids. Like it's literally a likeness of Razi that's walking, moving, talking. You know, probably can recreate your voice. I don't know. AI definitely has nothing to do with it. mental. It's just. Technology is is great. It can be dangerous. I just want to see where the world's going, especially for people who are already addicted to technology, and it's it's just another fad. Like once you once I saw one of the the likeness from whatever the name of that was, mm-hmm. within a matter of hours, it was all over my my newsfeed, and to the point where I'm yeah. seeing people like, okay. I was looking. no that is not her you know like oh he's lost <laughs> What? nope that is not him like it's just and now I just I just keep scrolling you know unless you're doing something real I just assume all these these pictures are fake now
1: yeah that, that's the hardest crazy. part yeah that's the hardest part of it is it's gonna get harder and harder for people to know what's real and what's not because I can put in, I use Thari AI, if anybody who wants to know about an app that, you know, isn't Remini that actually you can go in and you can create and it's free and you can put in text-based prompts and the AI will generate a picture. I could put in there Donald Trump being arrested right outside of Trump Tower and it will generate a picture of Donald Trump being arrested right outside of uh, the, the Trump Tower And you will not be able to tell if it's real or not, because the AI knows what Donald Trump looks like. It can put artificial police officers in there. Again, going back to if you uploaded your picture and you were in uniform, it could put you in there as the arresting cop because it knows because it has that picture of you arresting somebody. It can put that in there. It can put Trump in there and it can put a picture of Trump Tower in it and it can put it all together and generate a picture and you scrolling Facebook or whatever won't know if it's real or not unless like going back to what I was talking about with getting your information from Twitter and stuff like that unless you have somebody that can say yes I need to go confirm this first and if it's real or not so folks you have to second guess everything now based on how much AI exactly and that's the problem I I saw it on the internet right and now it's gonna. And, and the problem is, once you do think that he got arrested, it's a conspiracy theory when people are saying that he didn't. And so now the conspiracy theorists are gonna get even worse now because of AI. So I am definitely worried about it. But it's it's because of the bad actors. It's not the tool. You know, when folks talk about uh, guns don't kill people, people kill people. AI doesn't do false information. People spread the false information from the AI, right? Yet. It's just doing. Right. But it's just doing Sky what Net. people prompted to do. So AI is not a free thinking it does. What it, what it's doing is if you prompted to do something, then it's going to do that. It can respond. Uh, Chat GPT is the same way. So if you want somebody to say, hey, draft me an email to my employees saying this, this and this, it can draft that email for you based on it can crawl the web and look at all these emails that people have sent, all the things that are out there and it can draft you a email or an essay or something like that all it's doing is no different than what google does today it's not doing anything much differently it's not this free-thinking autonomous thing there all it's doing is you have access to a supercomputer that you usually wouldn't have before uh, that's all the ai is really doing for you it's a much much smarter system than it was before but we're we are the the non-tech natives right we grew up with ms dos where you had to put in your props and and put you know the the slash program slash whatever and then it'll run the program and this that and another and now we have like image-based systems and things like that things have changed and they will change ai is going to change how we interact how we create how we generate drafts and things like that but they're just tools no different than microsoft um you know word or anything like that and and I want folks to understand that, but I want folks to understand that it is dangerous. It's almost as dangerous as a gun. It's almost as dangerous as you know those hackers out there that can take your. You talked about voices, right? I can take six minutes of somebody's ta- uh, somebody talking, and I can recreate their voice with a uh, uh, AI generator, voice generator. So this whole spoofing and everything, how they do in movies where they backwards age people and all of that, AI can do that almost instantly now. So it's scary out there, folks. So for the listeners out there, I just wanted to kind of bring this up because I wanted you guys to understand that it is a big deal. This is something that is not a flash in the pan. It's not social media. It's not 3D glasses. It's not something like that where it's like, oh, this is a cool thing to do. It really is a leap in computing process and computing power. So just be re- ready for that. It's not meta. It's not the metaverse or anything like that. Like your user interface is very, very different um, from like moving from a, like I said, MS-DOS to Windows. That's how big of a jump it is. It's, it's a huge difference in computing, how you uh, compute, how you interact, uh, and what tools you have. So just be ready for it, folks.
2: Not like it's going to change um, the criminal justice system. Yeah, like you're not going to be able to rely on a lot of visual evidence now. Uh, so you're saying it's not going to fizz out like the self-driving car or something like that. This is going to be the real deal.
1: Yeah, it's definitely the real deal. It's just how fast you okay. learn it and how fast you adopt it. Uh, but but it's not going anywhere. Like right now, I use ChatGPT to draft email. Like I said, draft emails to draft essay uh, responses to you know. It, it's that's something where. We you we, I was at a conference and they talked about, say you need a new policy for say your job or something like that, and you need to write a policy. You can say, write me a policy about this, this, and this. I need a security policy, blah, 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 blah. It will scrub the web, look at all the security policies that it can find out there, and it will give you a draft and a format for that policy off-rip, like within a, a couple of minutes. And now you've got a draft to be able to go and verified everything now the problem with that is there's misinformation on the internet too right so uh, i don't know if y'all heard about the lawyer that is getting disbarred because he used chat gpt to do one of his uh legal briefs and chat gpt was citing like law cases that weren't didn't exist and he didn't review it he didn't check it and he turned it in and so now he's getting disbarred for it so you do have to check it again going back to it's a tool It's not going to give you all the right answers. It's not going to be all the facts and it's not going to be all truth. So you got to be ready to really use it as a tool and check it. It's not 100% smart.
2: Man, good stuff. Um, I have largely ignored these AI generated pictures, but they like first, they do look real. Like the very first one I saw, they were, she was in a wedding dress and I was like, she got oh oh okay all right <laughs> and so of course now everybody's doing it so you kind of know but um it's gonna be interesting and i guess like you say scary to see what all happens with this yep
0: well uh yeah well here's another one hold on oh i'm, I'm just happen to be reading so you're talking about the little mermaid he was he was Uh, DDG, yeah, this whole time I'm thinking about uh, Chloe. Nah, man, you can't go at the (laughs) little mermaid dog. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, either one, but like, I'm just like, dog, it's just I I could see, and this is just me projecting, I could probably see Chloe being more part of that lifestyle, you know, like you saying, being in the studio with him. But uh, Holly is a shocker to me. But, you know, it's all perception. So let me do. All right. So I have a a question. Actually, it's a two part question. And so I'm going to read. I'm going to go over both questions. I want your feedback on it and then try to figure out what's wrong and how do we get better as people who are supposed to be working towards, you know, love. trying to work in relationships and stuff together so the first question was there's a there's a new post circulating saying that men these new new generation men want women that are submissive providers I don't even know what that means Mm -hmm. then the, the second one said um Men, why are men intimidated by strong women? <laughs> what are your thoughts on these posts? What are your thoughts on why we keep coming here and we have to give me your thoughts and what should the questions be and what should the statements really be like to really get to the root of the problem?
2: Uh, sometimes I wonder if some women are mistaking submissiveness with respect. Uh, because there are two different things. I think most men want a woman that helps contribute to the household and respects him. He's not, like, that post right there, men want submissive providers, that's, to me, that sounds like it's another shot at uh, our boy Darius, but it just sounds like it's a. there are a group of men that don't want to work or make as much or make nearly as much money as their woman but still also want that woman to be submissive to him so it sounds like they're saying that money does rule that's that's what I get from it like the argument I've, I've heard for the longest was just because the men make the money doesn't mean you know this that another but when they flip it it sounds like that's exactly what they're saying and then to the other one, why are men intimidated by strong, independent women? We're not. And again, just like with the last one, I think some women confuse perhaps boys with men because there are some boys out there that are probably intimidated by that. But men are not intimidated by that. And first off, what is this this definition of some strong, what is the difference between a strong, independent woman and an adult? like I need somebody to tell me the difference between them two because when I've heard women give the definition of a strong independent woman they say well she can pay her own bills she don't depend on nobody she got her own place and all that stuff I'm like so an adult that works and pays their bills like okay so then we're all strong
1: and independent that's, that's all I got so far which is why we're not intimidated by a strong woman we just don't want you. That's ultimately what it comes down to. We want adults. Like Byron said, I don't care. I, I care, right? If you can pay your bills and, and you go to work and, and you can go on trips and this the, and other. But it, when you start putting in that I'm strong on there, for me, it sounds like you're saying I'm pig headed. I'm strong-minded. I'm strong-willed. I don't bend. I don't flex. And so, going back to that submissive provider question, um, which one is it, lady? Which one? Which one do you want? Right? Do you want to be strong? Because if you're gonna be strong, then you got to be the provider, right? If you if if you want it your way all the time, if you want to be able to call all the shots, then you got to be the provider. If you want to be the man in the house, be the man in the house. So. If you don't want to be the man in the house, right? If you want to live your self-life, as y'all call it, whatever that is, then you can't, you gotta, you gotta lean back, right? You can't be this strong woman, right? You can be an adult. I want you to be an adult, but I don't want you to be strong if that's not what you're trying to do. And that's not what I'm looking for. Like the attitude, like when we, when I always talk about that whole independent, equal, single, that's what I'm talking about. It's that attitude. It's not can you actually subsistent, subside, subs, I don't know, like what <laughs> S- sustain, sustain yourself. We'll just say that, right? So if 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 I'm glad you can sustain yourself, I want you to sustain yourself. I want you to be able to go out and, like I say, pay the bills add to the household whatever that is right if you want to be a housewife and you're going to take care of the household, then i go out and work it's 50 50 there because you're doing you're taking care of the stuff that you know i'm as i go out and work if you're out working too then guess what these bills got to get paid that can't be covered because you're out working too right we we got after school care because you wanted to work too we have certain things that have to happen we eat out a lot more because you're working too so there's some trade-offs there. We have I, I need help in that. And when we talk about that, I already talked about the whole when women entered the workforce, you basically doubled the supply of workers in the workforce. So when you did that, you compressed wages. So yes, I need you to go 50-50 now, or not 50-50, 80-20. I bring whatever you bring, right? If I'm making 70% more than you, then yes, I should be paying 70% more bills than you if we are making generally the same we should be paying 50 50 on the bills because that's how it works with supply and demand so when you enter the workforce when you talk i I make the joke of when you got the right to vote you got the right to do all of this other stuff and you got the right to pay these 50 percent of these bills it's because of that wages got compressed because of that wages are changed because of that and so we have to live in the current we can't live In the 1800s thought processes of guys have to pay everything, but we get paid less than historically what we would have gotten paid, mainly because the workforce is so much larger now. And that's just how economics works. So to those questions, I just feel like women will change the narrative to fit whatever they're feeling at the time. It's like, I want to be soft. So ha 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 guys want submissive providers they want me to be submissive but they want me to provide for them but you're making more than me right that that's just is what it is we talk about it now there's so many support systems out there to try to get that gender pay gap and all the stuff and women back on equal footing that guys are kind of being forgot about in that and they're not getting as much support in those areas and so women actually have come a long way and swung that pendulum there. And so now we got to live with the, what it is today. And today it is 50-50 and everything. And that, if that's what you wanted, you talked about equality, you wanted equality, then you got to get equality. So I just don't want those. I I, I don't mind a strong woman. I actually kind of like it, but I'm just saying, guys in general, we, we don't, that's not what we want.
0: All righty. So I'll address the first question. So when I hear that question, Men want a submissive provider. I I look at I see two different scenarios. I see the baby boy sitting on a couch, not working, driving his lady's uh, Nissan, Nissan Maxima or Nissan Altima. I just I, I don't know. I feel like that's what the car was in baby boy or something like that. But that or I see this case where potentially she makes more money. And, uh, but he still wants her to allow him to lead the family. Anything else outside of that? I just don't get like, I I just think we throw terms together because they sound good. And when I speak, I'm not speaking in general. And if I am, I'm speaking of my, my general is a lot smaller of a cohort, I'm talking about the men of quality who are trying to work through relationships and find somebody that they can create a loving and long life with. You know, like we're not just talking about the guy, every other guy you dated, because it could be the, you know. You might be picking the wrong guys. It might be something that you're bringing to the table or you're you're portraying Then, Like I'm not talking, I'm talking about that guy. You settle down. You're trying to commit with and you're saying that he's a, he wants a submissive provider. I, I push back and I think sometimes ladies want the same thing. Right. You want this equality. You want somebody who's going to let you be you. So you want me to provide, you want me to pay all the bills, you want me to pay the majority of the bills, whatever the case may be, but you still want me to submit to your wants and your whims and your freedoms and all these things as well, right? You, 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 you want, you want me to, you want us to provide, or there's a lot of women that want women to provide. But you also want them to be provider, protector, but also just let you do your thing. And it confuses me on why we throw these terms together. I don't think it's that serious. I think it's you want somebody, I think men, I'll speak for men. Um, I don't think most men want providers. Honestly. Because in the world we live in, unfortunately usually there's a power struggle when it comes to finances. Believe it or not, I think most guys prefer to make more money than the woman they're dating. So Mm -hmm. to say that men want a submissive provider, I don't think men want providers. Like, I don't think men want to have to necessarily do the things that sometimes women might have to do if you're the if you're a stay-at-home mom and you don't have access to all the funds or you don't have the, the discretionary funds that he has. And so, you know, he has to, you know, if you want to go on vacation and like the exchange of funds. And I don't think most guys want that. Like they don't. And my household was was mine, is, ours was hers, is mine, whatever, however that shit goes. Z has access to all our funds, but because I'm the primary breadwinner, when there's large sums being spent, it's, you know, she kind of looks at me a little more like, hey, this is the purchase. It's like, what are your thoughts on it versus me? Like, well, you know, I know I can replenish this. It's not as big of a deal. And maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's right. But that's how our household works, you know. But I I know a lot of people. I know some stay at home moms and guys who are married to stay at home moms who um, complain about, you know, their wives' spending habits and every time they're asking for money, but they knew they they wouldn't want to switch places. They wouldn't want to have to ask their wife for money. They wouldn't want to have to ask their wife to go on this girl's trip, you know. So I don't I, 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 I wholeheartedly don't think men want providers. I think I think men want partners, somebody that can take the the burdens of life. Uh, I was talking to one of our listeners the other day, and she's going through a lot in her life. And because she is she's truly a single mom and she's the head of household and she knows the stresses that I think a lot of men deal with as the head of household. Like, I think think about for all the people who are the head of their household, I think that's the easiest way to think about this situation when you're the head of household think about all those stresses that come with that if you're a single mom you know you have kids or whatever the case may be your single daddy have kids or you're married or you're staying with somebody but you're the head of household meaning you're you're the primary provider you're the person who is making sure that that house is running that's stress you know like most bills come they don't care like it it has to get done
1: I, I don't think guys go out looking and dating saying my wife my my lady has to make six figures like no. I I've never heard a guy <laughs> say that to say that she's uh, gonna be my provider I've no. never heard a guy say that like no. that's not on anybody's list that's the, that's the main reason why I I just I don't get I don't understand they what want is providers this.
0: I, I think I think it's leaning back to the Kiki because in this situation she makes more money than him who yeah. all, he all actually makes. Yeah. A really nice living Anywhere between Half a million To a million dollars annually But All those women That were calling
2: him broke He makes the money That they claim They want their man to make He makes more Mm -hmm. Actually
0: So I wish I could be that broke nigga With that (laughs) I wish I could be that broke (laughs) You know And then with the The whole (laughs) Being intimidated By strong women It always goes back To your definition I think we make We make definitions Fit our Our situations Independent sounds good. Strong sounds good. Being an alpha male, like we, we throw characteristics onto ourselves to make ourselves feel better. I don't, I don't, I want a, a good woman. I want a woman who is supportive of my dreams, who has her own dreams. She wants, she's invigorated about life. She knows how to be an adult and negotiate and compromise and all those things. I like, I want her to stand up for what she believes in. I want to have a good conversation. I love debate. Z and I talk about things all that is one of the best things about our relationship. We have some of the best conversations. I learn more about her dreams, my dreams, her wants, my wants. We debate about things all the time. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I can't deal with someone who thinks they're always right. You know, like that, that, that's what we don't want. It's like, I know that for somebody who's arrogant as hell, I know that I'm not always right. Like I can admit when I'm wrong, I can yield, I can deter, I can, I can move around, but I don't want to argue for the sake of arguing. I don't want to argue because you are so hell bent on getting your way. We're I'm not we're not intimidating about the woman. We're talking about the the, the 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 headaches, the distress, the, the things that come with it, the 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 cliche terms that we hear about the old ball and chain, the nagging. Like that's not what we want. And if that's you, and you consider that strong, and intimidated is the word you want to use, fine. If that whole narrative makes you feel better, but at the end of the day, it's. I don't think I don't think any man does not want a an adult. That's what we call it. We want an adult. We want somebody who's emotionally healthy, financially stable, who is happy with themselves, who can bring something to the relationship mentally, emotionally, physically. We want a partner. I don't want a weak partner. I, I don't I've never heard a man say he men. Right, said he wants a strong woman. I've never heard a man say he wants a weak woman. That's what we don't want is a weak woman. We just want somebody who's good. Good for us and good to us. And that's a big thing. Good for us is a huge thing that we don't talk about.
1: Yeah, we, you know, they, everybody keeps talking about the whole breaking generational curses, breaking generational curses, that old ball and chain dynamic, that, that arguing all the time dynamic, the, I got to tell you what I got to do. If you don't do what I say, I'm gonna slap you upside the head. Like I like those are generational curses and just like you guys are saying hey I have standards I want this I want that we have standards too we have standards that don't include having to argue with you every time we want to do something differently
2: now I do think there are some men that want weak women they're not going to say I want a weak woman but they're going to search and find that woman that they know
0: <gasps> okay, they can yeah. control but once again those are the men I'm talking about and those are the men I try not to associate with You're like those are yeah. like we're out and thank you for correcting that. There are men that want it. There are men that want to be provided and taken care of. Yeah, that's not the that's not the majority. You know, like it's, you know, they gonna knock her up because she's trying to go to law school. She's trying to be a doctor. I'm a juicer and make sure that's my future baby mama. And I'm gonna get married and make her love me. You know, women do it all the time with right. athletes and stuff like that. So it's it's a it's a good gig. What I'm saying is the average guy who I'm hoping quality type male. That you women are married to, dating, or considering dating, because I feel like our listeners are intelligent people. So I'm I'm giving them the benefit of doubt and think they're talking about these type guys, right? We're not talking about the scum, the the trash, the me in 2020, 2002. No, no good. Like I ain't nothing. You weren't gonna get anything out of me, you know, 20 years ago. That guy with that mindset. Yeah, if you're still dating him, then yeah is destined to fail. Yeah. Which, you're right, uh
2: Your your third question, I think, was kind of like, how can we do better? I think when we had these type of discussions, when men and women had these type of discussions, we got to oh, stop women. arguing to win. I think we argue just to win and mm-hmm. score points instead of genuinely trying to find some common ground and a, a, and, a and that's what
0: I, I think we try to do more and I try to make sure and sometimes it might not come off that way because I... My goal, especially when we talk about relationships and things like that, and cohabitating and just working together, is to present a form of the argument that's coming from the heart. Like, I'm not trying to sugarcoat it because he has to sugarcoat it for you. Like, your man might feel the same way, but he can't say it with the same energy and passion that we can. But that's how he feels. Like, even when we're talking about the vulnerability. He might even need to be vulnerable. I was talking to somebody the other day, and he feels he has a safe space. He doesn't even know how to be vulnerable. You know, like, and that's probably the three of us on here. You know, we have the ability to be vulnerable. We just don't even know how to do it, like, until it's too late. We're we're vulnerable when we're ready to burst, right? It's not like, you know what? I haven't had a good cry lately. Let me just go turn on some Sade and Relax. Light some candles. Byron, you do take care of yourself though. You do say you have your personal days. Yes, sir. But you know, um, so women, we're not saying we're right. You know, I know there's always this thing, if you want don't want to hear the truth, don't ask for it. I'm I'm not saying I'm right, right? I'm gonna tell you a form of the truth. Right? I'm gonna tell you how men are thinking. And when they hear certain things, they just get pissed and they just get it's like, so we're scared of strong women No we're not We just think Your idea of a strong woman Is just a cop out To Excuse Your your behaviors
1: mm-hmm.
0: You know um, Same thing Men do it all the time too You know Like I call I, I call men out all the time That's what I said A lot of men out here are trash But I'm Talking about the ones that You're considering dating And Quality guys So Because we're, our listeners are great And they're Looking for quality are married to quality men.
2: We got the best listeners out there.
0: Yeah. And our listeners, you can find them listening to us on all social media platforms, including Inspire You On Air, the new beat of the bay.
2: Yeah, it is.
0: Let's go ahead and close it out, fellas.
1: Um, All I got, man, is Diablo 4. So for the gamers out there, uh, I am having an awesome time on Diablo. It is a awesome game man i mean it's just it's it scales as you go so it always feels hard but not too hard and the going out finding questing everything it's it's just a fun game and i'm just having a great time uh with it so if you are looking for something you know a game to just kind of get in that's that's simple light easy to get into low low bar for entry but at the same time can be very very difficult for you at the um as you as you get better at it go get that game man it's 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 really fun great storyline uh i know i heard some people talking about oh it's the devil and they talk about demons and stuff like that i'm like yes but it's you're fighting the demon so actually it's a you know it's a hero story uh you get to fight demons so that's all i got man and finally, I want to shout out to inspire you on air for talked about it a little, little bit, but actually we're going to be moving to
2: Contentville.
1: Yeah, we're going to be moving over to Contentville. view. Uh, and so if you're listening to us on inspire you on air starting August 7th, we'll be moving over to content So make sure you download that app check us out there and we're moving to prime time, baby eight o'clock now central we're coming out from uh 10 moving up to eight so check us out every monday night eight o'clock on contentville starting august
2: 7th uh so that was one of the things i had so you got that on out the way for me we are moving baby uh so definitely rock with us on contentville um so the only other thing i have is uh <laughs> boosie and his daughter were trending. And the funniness I found in this was... Well, first off, they're trending because he allegedly took away a Mercedes that he bought for her. She got real pissing, you know, what everybody does now. They go to social media. But what I found funny was in one of her little rants, she was like, I'm going to expose you. And I'm like, unless he been touching little boys... Or or some that's like gay, there is no exposing Boosie. <laughs> not not to his fan base. Like we've seen him Photoshop his son as though he was there when he really wasn't. We've seen him hire adult women for his young son to have sex with. We've seen him do all type of crazy things. So I don't know what she's thinking she can expose. Like you can't you can't say he's snow powder. Uh, or drink lean or hit women. Like his fan base is not going to care. Unless it's something gay. That's the only thing she can expose him on. So if it's not that, I think you're wasting your time. So I just, I just thought that was. <laughs> so what a are you saying funny. about Boosie fans,
0: man?
1: Hey. <laughs> They're like Trump fans?
2: There's a reason why Boosie feels like he can say the things he says and, and still. You know Sell the records That he sells Because his fans Gonna rock And you know A lot of his fans Think he's speaking The truth when he Thinks it's okay To talk about Dwayne Wade's
0: Daughter Alrighty then Well I'm gonna Close this out On um, A uh, A challenge For uh, Our listeners Especially our Female listeners And our male listeners I I was talking to my mom Today and she was Talking about a friend Of hers Family member older fellow who they just found a few last week who committed suicide you know didn't have a lot of family didn't have a lot of people to communicate with uh, was in his home shot himself in the heart and so once again black man mental health serious you know and we talk about mental health we talk about you know black men's ability to talk and feel comfortable talking Ladies, go ask the men in your life, not just your husband, just not your boyfriend, the people that you care about. Ask them, do they feel like they have a true safe space when they need it? Same thing, fellas. Ask your homeboys. It says it might be an uncomfortable conversation. You might get some pushback, Um, but ask and just say, hey, you know, mental health is serious. Um, black men have some of the highest suicide rates and we just want to make sure you guys feel safe and if I can get you some help and then also ask are you part of that safe space that's the real challenge do you present the space that you need because you know if you ask your husband he said yeah baby I got a safe space it might be because he doesn't have a safe space and feels like he has to say he has a safe space like really hone in on this really think about this and I'm hoping ladies you know I don't want to forget about you guys too because you might not have it you know either but make sure you find that safe space make sure you find the people or the things you can do, find outlets um, because at the end of the day men woman boy girl child they he whatever your pronoun may be we all we're all human at the end of the day um, I I know people have various pronouns, whatever, but I haven't heard anybody not consider themselves human yet. So let's forget all that. Let's just talk about it. It's all about your safe space. So people make sure you find out if the people around you have their safe space, because this young this gentleman, they didn't see it coming. And it seems like that happens so much. We don't see it or we see it and just never thought it was that bad. Hope you fellas have a safe space. Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style podcast. Remember the six rules of podcasting. Listen, like, share. Sc- listen, like, share, subscribe, comment and most importantly, listen again. It's been a long week. <laughs> Talk to you next week.